All righty. So welcome to tonight's episode titled What Teens Want. So for this episode, we covered a video um, where a young lady discussed some things concerning um, her parents, some things concerning things that she may have heard, um, things that may have been said to her. And so I want to give everyone an opportunity to speak, if you'd like, um, to some of the things that she shared. So do we have any volunteers tonight that want to join the session and have a conversation with me? So one of the first questions that was asked to the, to the young lady was, do you want your parent or guardian to be your best friend? And if so, what does that look like? Um, yeah, I do, I do want my parent to be my best friend. Um, and it looks like I should be able to come and tell you anything without having any judgment. Right. You know, you should, they should be able to answer, answer it from a best friend point of view before they give you a parent point of view. And I agree. Yeah. How many nods we got on that? Give me a thumb if you agree. All right. We got a few. I want to hear your uh, standpoint on that. If you, if you give it a thumbs down, uh, we got one thumbs down. We got two thumbs down. Okay. You're going to come to the table. So thumbs down about, uh, do you want your parent to be your best friend? No, because like, why would I tell my mama every little thing I do and why I do it? It's like, it's weird. Cause like, why do I like telling my mama what I have done with a girl? And it's like, why would I, why am I telling her that? Mm -hmm. It's with, That's my personal business. That's so fair. I went to my mom every little thing I do as a best friend. Okay. Well, I, I, I like to piggyback on what he said. Okay. Because, like, for example, I don't, I don't do this, but, like, say if I want to smoke for the first time and then I smoke with my friends, but I don't want to tell my people. Mm -hmm. And it's a little weird. Mm -hmm. And if I have, you know, intercourse with somebody for the one time, it's going to be weird me telling them because it's like, I'm not going to feel comfortable because they're going to run them out. They're going to tell all these little friends, all these little family, little coworkers and all. Mm -hmm. And I ain't got time for that either. Understood. Okay, so from that aspect, that's the point. That's the part that you don't want your parent to be your best friend in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and I'll piggyback on what Tanaya said too about what she said. But I would, uh, I would like to tell my my aunt a lot of things, but they just get an attitude and they have a like a a feeling. It's like they don't want me to do different things. Right. That's why I want to tell them. That's why. Understandable. Um, to piggyback on what he said, I do agree with that part about, like, you don't want to tell them everything on, like, you know, if I want to try to smoke for the first time, because sometimes, sometimes, like, parents do, they get into, they get in parent mode instantly. They don't necessarily always see it, like, as maybe one of my friends like maybe one of my friends would say like, oh yeah, girl, it's gonna be cool. But like my parent would be like, you don't need to do this. Da, 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 da. So right. I understand like what he means when he's saying like, oh yeah, I don't wanna tell my parents like if I wanna smoke or if I wanna do this or that. Right. I do agree with that though. I could understand that. So transparent moment, right? As a parent of a teenager, I've had to, I've had to swallow the pill of transparency. Right. Because I told my daughter, I want you to be able to tell me everything. And when she did, I was like, whoo, shucks. 
I asked for this. So now I have to respect that boundary that I've put out there to say, hey, please come to me and talk to me about anything and things like drugs and things like intercourse and things like that. It's hard to hear as a parent, but it's necessary because now I know you can come to me for anything and I can ensure that you're safe if you're picking up what I'm putting down and that you're cautious if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, <laughs> definitely looking at you. <laughs> um, so I can understand from both standpoints, from all standpoints, as far as that goes. Now, some of the things that um, the young lady in the video stated um, about feeling like you're burdensome when your parents say things to you like, you don't pay bills in here. You don't own this house. Have y'all heard that before? Does it make you feel burdensome? No. I hear that every day. You hear it every day? Yes. How does it make you feel? I, it's like, what's the point of me living with you now? Right. That's what the young lady shared as well. Um, to the point that if I leave here, if I go to college, man, I'm not in no rush to come back. Because everything you said makes me not want to be here. And what she said, I ain't going to lie. She, when she said that she, other people would be trying to get jobs and hang with their friends to get away from home, that's what I do. I ain't gonna lie. Like okay. I, I apply for Cracker Barrel, I apply for Journeys, I, <laughs> I apply for a whole bunch of jobs right. just to get away because I don't like being in. That's why I always stay in my room and I be trying to, I don't know, that's why I stay in my room and play right. the game. But when, was, so if you were to, if you were to say, if you were to have your guardian or parent here and you could say one thing to them to allow them to understand what you need in that area what would it be me being a, not not having a lot of freedom but i want to be free now i don't want to always be in the house every day i ask one question and it's, it's like it's like a problem when i ask them question did you do this did you do that yes i did it oh no nah, you can't go this it's like a problem when i ask a little question they do all the most they want i mean i understand that they want to see who i'm with but they they um i agree with that i feel like they want us to be, they want us to be this perfect child, but like, I mean, we all going to make mistakes. It's just life. Mm -hmm. And I guess like, um, what he's, what, what, what he's saying about like, uh, like for more freedom, not saying like just to be wild and free, but like be able to do stuff and know it's going to be okay to make a mistake. You right. Know? Cause like, I mean, some parents like they make us feel like we made a mistake like now our life is ruined that's just the end of that mm -hmm. and i think that if i can say this i think that sometimes that comes from a a place of fear um and i can only speak to myself right um having a child very young i would often and y'all have heard me say this before i would often be like man i really don't want her to make these same mistakes that i made and so I would be the same way. No, nah, you can't go out there. With, what? No, absolutely not. Well, mom, I, I, you can meet their parents and this, that, and the third. And it wasn't that she was a bad child. It was just in my head. I'm like, man, I really don't want her to make these same mistakes. But I had to come to the light, right? I had to come to a realization that y'all do have to make mistakes because if you don't make mistakes, how will you learn? If you don't get it on your own, how will you learn? Go ahead. Uh, and my homeboy, one of my homeboys actually told me this. He was like, well, Lamont, how you uh, think you're going to feel whenever you move out the house and everything, how they keep you in? I said, I don't really know. And then he told me, well, since you're always inside, 
And then when you once you get that little bit of freedom, you're gonna do a lot of things that you don't want to do, and you're gonna make the biggest mistake that's going on in your life. Right. That's fair. I try to tell. I try to. I try to caution parents with that, and I also try to caution teens with that because it's true. Once you get that little tiny bit of freedom, because you've been locked down, you want to wild out. You want to go do things. But if I could caution you to say anything is once you do get that freedom, remember the place that you want to go in life, in your career, in your education, and things of that nature. And just know that one mistake could cost you it all. But also, that's but with that being said, that's why a lot of kids, when they finally do get that one bit of freedom, they go to college, mm -hmm. they wild out. They and they, they're known as like those kids that were in the house shelter all the mm -hmm. time they really have no freedom how to get straight a's this that and the third but when they get to college that one little step of freedom by them by them being on their own mm -hmm. they wild out and don't know how to act for sure listen <laughs> that was me i was that kid i had oh it used to drive me insane i used to get straight a's if i came home with a b oh it was a rap a b you hear me a b my older sister this joker would come home with c's and d's She'd be ripping, running the streets, out there doing the most. Then the next thing you know, I'm like, cool. I got to go out one weekend. One weekend, and then here comes Kalea. I'm pregnant with her freshman year. College. Nah, high school. But do you feel like your parents put, I feel like sometimes certain parents, they put um, a weight over each child's head. So they hold you at a higher level or standard than another than their other child for that's, sure so do you feel like you felt like yeah that's how i felt and so that's why i responded in the way that i did so that's why i tell y'all i've seen it i was that person i was that person i'm like shucks what <laughs> we out tonight we out this summer and that summer <laughs> i'm not gonna i told you i was young right so the summer of eighth grade going into freshman year wilding doing the most you hear me the absolute most yeah because I, I hadn't been out. I had been restricted. I had, I had grades. I had great grades to get and things of that nature. And so that's why I say from, from the standpoint of a teenager, I could understand how easy it is to, to wild out. But that's why I say I caution you. Because even if you don't remember anything, kind of rem have, have that little um, good moral, right, on your shoulder to say, man, don't do that. Even if you even if you go out, man, don't do that. Your friends drinking and carry on, y'all at a party, man, don't do that. Cause you got more to lose. I didn't ha I wasn't in the same predicament as y'all. I wasn't uh, nationally ranked in the states. I wasn't doing sports and things of that nature. I wasn't. So y'all have more to lose at this age. And so I'm not saying don't live, but I'm saying just be mindful of the choices that you make in your living. And that's to everybody. Cause I made it. I have I have a great comeback story. I definitely made it. I joined the military. I did eight years in the military. I got out. I joined local government, and I'm making stuff happen now for me and my kids. But who's to say that that will be the same story that everybody has? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people don't make it. Some people make don't make it out. And so if you are fortunate enough to make it glory to God for your mother's prayers, for your grandmother's prayers, for your auntie's prayers, for your people's prayers, because not all of us have those either. I went most of my teenage life, my, most of my adult life without my mother. And then when I got an opportunity to get it right, 
we got it right and then she passed away yeah. last year in October. So and I often I think about that stuff all I think about some of the things that she would say even in my adulthood that keep me to this day. That'll keep me from wilding out if I get cut off on the highway and people want to act a fool. That'll keep me when I'm at a party, somebody bumped me and I'm like, Ooh, yeah. don't let that Asia come back out. <laughs> we grew from here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you should always have one person who gonna uh like even if they order you seeing me somewhere around now, who gonna always tell you, chill out. Yeah. Who gonna tell you to stop because that's important. What y'all think? How many of y'all have that one person that can tell you when you wilding? To chill out. You I got don't? that one person. His name is James Moore. James Moore. Listen, James? I second that. Big ups to James. He's not here tonight, but yeah. You have that one person? Your brother? Your older brother? That's what's up. Mm. Who else? Who's your person? My brother. Okay. That's a good one. Your brother? Y'all got some solid brothers. Uh, my older, not, not him. Older brother, uh huh, and my friend. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> he the same age as me. Uh huh. He acts so much older to the point. Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. My friend. My older brother. Your older brother? I, I'm the, I'm the dude who say that. To your to your friends. <laughs> I'm the one. Okay. <laughs> what about your older sister? I don't, I don't even be doing that for real. For real, I can feel that. No, so you say you don't? I don't got nobody. Why? Well, can can people tell you to chill out and you yeah, listen? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I I, I ain't really had people. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really have people to talk to like that when mm -hmm. I was growing up. So I had to learn from mistakes and and all that. So it was just like, oh, so if I seen someone do this, I might just go do the same thing because I might think I'm smarter than them. But at the same time, I got caught the same way. So like, it's like I ain't really had nobody to to grab me. It was like, hey, nah, chill out. Mm -hmm. Until I came in 12th grade now. Okay. And that's facts. I'm same old as him. I mean, when I was in middle school, elementary school, I used to ask somebody and I used to, I used to steal things. I used to take uh -huh. things from Walmart trying to learn a different way, saying, well, I'm smarter than this dude. I used to do everything. Mm -hmm. like, well, oh, my God. Like, I used to be bad. So y'all used to wild out? Yeah, until, I mean, I think my cousin Erica kind of played the part a little bit. I mean, I did steal something from her, too, but then I learned. And then, like, she kind of helped me out, and she like a little therapy to me. Okay, that's fair. That's a good. Um, that's a good. That's a good leeway into our next area. <laughs> so, how many times have you? Um, she made a statement in the video, and she said, "Your family is your first bully." That's facts. Everybody, that's facts. My yeah. Everybody, my family doubt me. No cap. Yeah. I don't love brother. No cap. No, I don't love brother. <laughs> Be well, like, I tell him, I tell him I'm faster than him. I tell him I'm better than my football. But let's be honest, is that really true? No. So you just <laughs> take it all. That's but maybe he do that to get in your head, so he know you could be a better person. Nah. I'm pretty sure deep down inside he know that. No, nah. it's not really him, but it's most of the times it's like my grandparents mm -hmm. and my grandfather. Mm -hmm. They really been like, I don't know. They really like they don't really they don't really support me by anything I do. They just be like, oh, you don't they don't you don't know if you're really gonna make it the stuff you're doing. So. It's just like, you know, I've just been going on my own. Yeah. Right, we got the same people, so I'm going to put it like this. I grew up, they probably said some stuff to me when I was little. When I got to a certain age, I just stopped caring. Okay. I, I put my headphones, you over here talking, and you just say, did you hear what I say? Yeah. 
That's what kind of that's what my life kind of coming up to. I mean, I'm not gonna give up. I'm still not gonna give up because I'm not at a certain point. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm low key at the certain point of me just not caring what my auntie, and my uncle say because like they just do so. I mean, they they extra with the with the things they do. So I, it's like I don't. All right, bro. I just that's give them fair. The yeah. That's fair. Sometimes uh, when it comes to those type of family members, it's kind of best to turn the other cheek because the more that you feed that and give that attention the more you start to believe some of those statements, right? I had to think about my, not blood related, but there was this, this lady that was my mother's, she, she technically could have been my auntie-in-law, right? I didn't respect her. I didn't like her. Her life was nothing. Her kid, she had about seven kids, all half of them in jail. Other half of them had 50, 11 children. Like, Right. Come on, because cause in my head, when I'm looking at the fruit from the tree, I'm like, listen now, you got to sweep around your own yard for you come this way. And so, long story short, she used to always say things about me. She used to always be like, oh, you know, she thinks she's better than us because she's not over here cussing and fussing. She's not over here drinking. My older sister used to drink and tussle with them. I didn't participate. Right? So, when I saw her at my mother's funeral... It was one of those moments that I was like, well, look at God. It looks like you're not up to anything these days. But those are my thoughts. That, those are my transparent thoughts. All this stuff you talked about me for years, baby, and you're not looking. Not one big good. Not one big good. <laughs> but I said that to say, sometimes you got to turn the other cheek because God going to spin a block for you every time. He going to show you where people are every single time. And nine times out of 10, they're not going to be doing good because they wished you not good. So don't even pay them no mind. Just like um, 2.0 stated, he don't pay them no mind. Like, okay, you said it, cool. Didn't make me no never mind. I say that all the time. What you eat does not make me go to the restroom. So I want to take a moment to bring Gabby to the table. Y'all clap, clap, clap it up. What's up, twins? Good evening. Welcome to the table. It's on now. Hey, guys. So we are glad to have you. We went over some things. Um, We watched the video that I shared with you. Yes. And um, we had some good discussion. How are y'all feeling about tonight? It was a good discussion. So far, so good. So Great. far, so good. Anybody got any input that they want to throw in? I seen this yesterday, and I was thinking about it, and I was going to send it to my auntie and them. But I said, nah, I'm chill. And then God just gave me this day right here. I hope they watch it, too. Yeah, me too. Listen. Yes. hope they watch it. Hopefully, um, if they are hearing, um, they're able to learn some things about you all. And um, we titled this episode, What Teens Want. So some of the things um, that we've discussed to just to do a recap was the question that I started out tonight with was, do you want your parent or guardian to be your best friend? If so, what does that look like? So we had a few people say yes, a few people say no. And the individuals that said yes, you know, just wanted to be able to come to their parent or guardian, have transparency, be able to talk to them without receiving backlash, attitudes, um, or be met kind of with some adversity concerning what they shared. True. Then the individuals that said no, which I understand as well, 
um, stated how uncomfortable it would be to talk about things like intercourse, drugs, and things of that nature transparently with their parents. I meant to say all that topic. I meant to say it's always going to be a strict line between children and their parents. Right. So you just never can. I wouldn't say never. I wouldn't say never. Because my mom is my best friend. I genuinely feel like my mom is one of my best friends. Now, of course, there is that line still there because she is my mom. Um, and there is that level of respect. Like There are certain things that I won't say to her that I might say to Asia. But still, all in all, if um, I'm, I'm 30 in eight days... Turn up for July, babies. Yeah, I'm 30 in eight days, and there has not been a time that I can recall that my mom did not show up. Now, typically, we say that our best friends are the people who show up. If your parent has done that, um, and not just in uh, physical presence, but in emotional presence, um, or even in like a mental presence to where they're able to help you get your mind back on track. Those are the type of people um, that you want your friends to kind of look like. You don't want them to tell you what to do. Like, you know, you don't want your friends to sound like your mama. But to have that, to have those components in a parent um, is very important. Um, I say that because, again, I'm 30 years old almost. But I was able to call my mom today because today was a really rough day for me. Like, really, really rough. But being able to call her and kind of shed some of that off without her kind of being like, I told you so, or you didn't have to do that, or, you know, that type of deal. But to have somebody who actually listens and responds, I guess, accordingly, because sometimes you don't need anybody to respond, right? You just want somebody to listen. Yeah. Let me get what I need to say out, but let, don't say nothing till I'm finished, because if you break it up, then I'm going to have to start my emotions all over again. So let them all run clearly out, and then if you deem it appropriate to make a comment or respond or provide advice or guidance or whatever, you know, then, you know, do it as you see fit. But having that, those components in the parent, I think are very important. Even though I see my mom as my best friend, it's not like, um, when I was back in college and I was going out and partying, I wouldn't dare call my mom to do that. <laughs> there are certain components, like, I feel like I have friends that I wouldn't have called to do that. One, because I knew that that wasn't their forte. It really wasn't my forte then either. But whatever. You dibble and you dabble. But there are just certain things that um, I hope that as teenagers, you guys get the opportunity to um, have that relationship with your parent. Because when you turn 30, mm -hmm. you're going to wish that you at least are able to communicate with your parent at the level of this is where I'm at currently. This is what I'm dealing with. What advice can you offer? Because you don't want to be 30 and can't call them. Because at the end of the day, your parents, for the most part, have your best interest at heart. At least they try to. Now, sometimes they get set in their ways and they're not budging or changing. But for the most part, they have your best interest at heart. So lean on them as much as you can. Without being too much, I think my people just. Oh, oh. I agree with what you said. I, can't, I can't agree with what you said. Like, now, you say you can or cannot. I can't. I can't. Like, now, me and my mom, me and my mom, Jordan, who 
nigga Lil Rock started. <laughs> they would say the government name, but he, we really got close and closer together because now we starting to notice that I'm, we, me and Jordan really finna leave, like, Jordan finna leave in three years, and I'm finna leave, like, this year, like, time was about fast, and we started to notice that, and now we started to get closer, starting to talk to each other, we walk with our mom, she just got out of surgery, and we'll walk with her, just have a little talk with her, so I can kind of piggyback on what she saw on that. But doesn't it feel, like, amazing? In a sense, like, you a boy, and you every bit of a boy, but it does not change the fact that you still need your mama. Like, and you can tell, like, when y'all walking, y'all just talking, even though it's not, like, y'all not in Jamaica walking, y'all just walking in y'all neighborhood, but you're going to remember those moments when you turn 30. You're going to remember the days your mama had her surgery, y'all was walking outside, y'all was talking about whatever, you and your brother tried to race down the street, he lost, you lost, whatever the case was, <laughs> you're going to remember those moments when you get to college, and you're going to cherish those memories because what we don't want is that the way the society is going, death does not have an age limit or age minimum. So God forbid something happened to either one of them. You want something to hold on to when it's all said and done. Something. Even if it's, you know, y'all play Uno and it got real at the table. Oh, it gets real. And y'all couldn't decide whether y'all could stack or draw four on or draw two. You can't. And that, was, and that was the debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to have something to hold on to. So I'm glad you guys are having that that time. Mm -hmm. I ain't always have a good relationship with my mama. Like, during quarantine, you know, mama. We all did. We argued. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> had good conversations. every single day during quarantine. So I really feel really nice to have a great relationship with my mama now. That's That's a, I love it. I feel like um, what you were saying about that, um, a lot of communication, like parents be wanting us to communicate with them, but they don't comprehend where we coming from. And sure. sometimes I feel like, like, all right, so I ain't going to get too deep on it, but like it was a situation that happened like a couple weeks ago with me and my mama. And like she really like triggered me so bad because it was like, like, you the first person I'm calling, like, I'm happy. And you just tore my whole mood, like, apart. I was, like, over. I was, like, I don't care no more. Like, hurry up and get off my phone. Really, that's how, that was the mindset that I was in. And um, she had called me back, and I was just explaining to her how she made me feel. And I guess, like, sometimes, like, I'll be, like, I, I looked at her. I was, like, I was, I had a little bit of resent at the, at the time because I was so mad, like, I'm calling you first. I'm in like greatest mood and you just tearing it. And then some hours went by or whatever. I guess she listened to me. She ain't saying nothing. She's like, all right, I'll call you back later. She called me back and she apologized. That apologized, like, it just took everything out of me. And like, wow, you really apologized to me. You know what I'm saying? Because like sometimes parents be in parent mode and, you know, they don't, they don't apologize. They just be like, all right, well, come on, come, come on, come on with me. You know, we got something to eat. Yeah, we about to go do this. Okay, but that's not an apology. Sometimes we need yeah. to hear, "I'm sorry." Yeah. I, you know, I made a mistake or whatever like that. And I, that, I don't know that. You know, that touched me. I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, I see you." I, I ain't mad no more. I understand. I was actually gonna ask a question before you say whatever you're about to say. Do um, do you guys feel like um? Parents are afraid of apologies. They don't want to apologize. They don't feel like they're wrong, so they don't have to apologize. Or do you just feel like sometimes they don't think about it? Because because what you said, Tanaya, was 
we I'm not saying we because we're Asian our parents, but you said that parents say, let's just go get let's go get some food, let's go get some ice cream, and that's their idea of an apology, quote unquote. But you're saying that you need to hear the word. So why do you think why do you think your parent does not use the words but try to do something in place of that? I feel like sometimes it might be a pride thing. Okay. Um or sometimes I'm not saying it for my parent, but then again, I don't know. Sometimes I guess they also view it as they don't need to apologize to me. I'm a child. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But um, it's just between those two things to me, honestly. That's just how I look at it. Like the girl said, you know, she was like, oh, I pay my I pay the bills. You don't do nothing. Now you pay my phone bill, this and this. That's probably why. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're basing it off the fact that I do too much to apologize. Yeah, yeah. They, they get mad because I don't clean the room on time whenever they tell me to clean the room. That's what I want to talk about, too. <laughs> well, let's hear it. Oh, all right. So, like, I'll be home chilling and, like, they'll want their kitchen done by a certain time. And I'm like, okay, it's going to get done. So why tell me, like, to do it now and I could do it whenever I'm done with what I'm doing? See, I'll, I'll be playing 2K. I right? understand. I'm on 2K. It's, it's like 20-something to, like, 10. And it, it got a... Like he, he come around. Twenty something to ten. That's a ten point lead. Yeah, I'm going crazy. Okay. So look, okay. I'm, I'm, you're winning or losing? Yeah, I'm winning. I'm just winning. trying yeah. to. So yeah. I'm just chilling on the game. They'll come. He'll come in my room. It'll be like like nine thirty something like that. He'll be like, "Hey, don't forget to clean that kitchen." All right. I said, "All right, I got you." Play the game. He'll come back in there. He'll be like, "You not told you to do that kitchen? You told me don't forget. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna get done. Like please don't do all that much." But then they try to threaten me, and it gets me mad. And I like. I'm not, you know, I'm I like a I'm a peacemaker, but I like to fight too. But I will never touch. I ain't gonna put my hands on my people for sure unless they put their hands on me. Okay, okay? we'll talk but about like, it. It's I don't understand why they I don't understand yeah. why they do that because it, it kind of annoys me. Because when you tell me to don't forget to do something, but then you make me try to do it like like why I gotta do it on your time? But you told me just to make sure it's done. I'm gonna May get I it done. May I ask you a question? So what you said was, and I may correct me if I'm wrong because I want to make sure that I'm I'm listening. Um, in the totality of your comment <laughs> but if i guess i have a, a string of questions not not a long string but you so they give you a time to have it done most times mm-hmm. okay you're aware of the time prior to correct okay if you are aware of the time prior to and you know that you're going you're going to want to play 2k or um, whatever else that it is that you play, why not go ahead and stop procrastinating and do it so that you can alleviate the comments that you already know are going to upset you. If you already know the kitchen got to be done, whatever time they told you, if they say it got to be done at 830, it's 7 o'clock now. Now, 830 is... A good little ways away, but you know when you hop on 2K and it gets serious and it get real and you got that 10 point lead and you ain't trying to back down and it's 815 now and you still got two more quarters to go and then it's 820 and you you still you still running things or whatever the case may be and the 830 sneak up on you, why not go ahead and knock <laughs> it out so that when you get on 2K, there is no interruptions because you've already handled what you need to handle because I believe that you know that you're gonna get on 2K. Right. I, I I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I in feel my that spirit. in my spirit. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get out of here. That you know that once you your foot crosses over the threshold of your home, 2K you're gonna hit them thing. steps, mm-hmm. all 18 of them, 
and you're going to plop down on your bed, on your beanbag chair, or whatever it is that you have, and you're going to turn 2K on. But you also are fully aware of the responsibility that you've already been given prior to you deciding that you were going to play 2K. So why not prioritize, pivot, Come on, and do one. what you need to do first so that your people don't have to... Do your um do your room, clean the kitchen. Didn't I tell you this? Didn't I tell you that? Because if it's already done, what they gonna say? Mm. Nothing. But I want to. But I want to know why they give me a time for it. Is I'm already in the house. I'm I'm the same way. Honestly, it's one of those things. Um, it it teaches you routine, whether you know this or not. I do that with Kalea because it teaches her routine, so she knows that in adulthood, you gotta be at to bed at a certain time to be up at work at a certain time. And even for you all who have to be at sports trainings at specific times and things of that nature, if your stuff not in line, back in my day, you wasn't going to play. Right? My my mama was strict like that. That's if how you, it is now. If your stuff ain't done, I don't care about practice. You're not going to go. So why not prepare yourself mentally, like Gabby said, to have that stuff done so then you can chill. I told, I told Kalea that her last, her, the latter of her senior year, you busted your tush all year so that you can coast at the end. It's the same way. Bust your stuff at the at, in the at the top of the day so that when you come home at the end of the day, all you have to do is chill. But my other thing is when you're and I know we, we do this subconsciously because we don't think about it, but when your coach says practice starts at three thirty, what time you get to practice? I mean, I teach you my auntie do all that. But what time do you get to practice? <laughs> You are you late? I've been trying to get there earlier because I'm a senior, but she. But are you late? Are nah, you on time? I'm on time? So why do your home differently than you do the outside? Because that's I'm good. That's deep. That is because that's your house. That's your house. Like, like how, how could you? How can you go out there and if? And I don't know if people still do this now, but like back when. Um, we play basketball and stuff like that. We'd have to sweep the court. Like, why would I sweep the court at school? And I sweep my house because mm. I live at the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't pay. I don't. I mean, I go to school at school, but I sleep and but lay my head down oh. and eat at, at the house. So why would you take care of the outside before you take care of the inside? Come on, that's deep. I ain't gonna lie. That'll that's preach. like being a person. Why That'll would you preach. take care of your outer appearance before you get your heart right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. That's Because if your heart ugly. Mm. That outside. Hello. It yes, only sir. matter what your outside um, looks like. You feel me? I can feel where Lamont coming from because, like, parents nowadays, they like to they like to backtrack on what they do. Oh, I got to do this at nine thirty. Okay, I might be getting going and getting up to go get do this at nine thirty. But at the same time, when I'm going up, oh no, nah, go do it later on. Go do it later on. So it's like you you want me to do it at nine thirty, but at the same time, you backtracking me for what the time I got to do. So I can kind of feel where he coming from. Okay. Okay. So that goes back to Gabby. Yeah, but if now you gotta be at practice at nine thirty AM. Are you gonna show up at nine thirty? AM or are you gonna show up a little bit earlier so you can get on the field? 
<laughs> but the yeah, question, fact, but the question is, if they say nine thirty, are you going to show up at ten o'clock, thinking that you're going to play? Okay, so it's the same. The same thing. But it's So if your mama say nine thirty, why are you showing up at ten? Like for the ladies, for the ladies, it's about my time and my mama's time. You're on. I know I'm moving on my own time, but we all in the house. It's 10 o'clock at night. Everybody's going to go to sleep. I don't like, I clean up, but I don't like nobody in the kitchen while I clean up. Oh, me either. So I don't like nobody downstairs, any of that. You got to go You gotta go somewhere else. Go in your room. Go somewhere else. Thank you. you so now you got but, the man's on the cleaning. But honestly, Maybe. no, honestly. You got to go somewhere else. Honestly. Honestly. Right. See, <laughs> I don't need you looking at me. Me personally, mm-hmm. what I had to get in the habit of doing, I'm going to just go. I just do it. Like, say my mama cook. And I know she's going to expect me to put the food up, clean the kitchen. I'm going to just, as soon as she sit down and start eating on her plate, I'm going to start breaking down the kitchen and get get to work already. That way I don't got to hear her mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't have, have to hear none of that. And personally, when somebody tell me to do something, it made me not want to do it no more. Because why are you telling me to do it? But when I do it on my own, it's like I got my headphones in. I'm in a zone. So it's like nothing really stopping me. And, you know, I got to, I'm nice nasty. I don't know if y'all like get that, but like. I don't like no particles in the water. I don't like none of that. I take everything, put it to the side. I wash one dish at a time. Nothing goes in my water. Like, that's just me. So, like, I understand what you're saying when you don't want nobody in the kitchen because they're going to drop off. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like that. So, I got a, I got a system. So, since I know I got a system, I just get into a habit. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and clean the kitchen now. Don't got to hear them out. But then, nowadays, parents like the once you start doing something – they don't be like, oh, okay, thank you for tackling that 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 project. They create another one. They it's be like, like, oh, what you want to do now? Right, you <laughs> can't win for losing. It's like, well, we doing this, you know? Why why we can't do that? And then and then it goes to like what the girl was saying in the video. Our parents already expect us to do this a certain way. They be like, oh, you supposed to clean up already. You know, you supposed to do this. You you live here. You supposed to do this, but like. I, I don't I don't necessarily I don't like that like so let me pose a question let me pose a question so my question to you is I just I don't want to because I think about the video and I think about some of the things that were said and I've never been the parent of I do this for you so you should do this for me but I when I was coming up I would think to myself I would be grateful for everything that my mother did as a single mother so anything that I could do to lighten her burden, in a sense, that's what I did. So she wouldn't have to ask me to do the dishes. I was one of those kids that I'm like, let me just do this. Because I know this lady done had a long day. My mother was a jack of all trades. So she worked literally all day. Um, we would see her at night when she would make dinner for us. And then she would shower and get right in bed because she got to be up to drop us off to school and then had to work herself. And so when I think of that kind of standpoint, I always wanted to make sure that I did what I need to do. She didn't have to ask me to do laundry. She didn't have to ask me to do dishes, none of that stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't want her to stress no more. But do y'all ever put yourselves in your parents shoes? Right. That no. was, cause that, I know, I know I did not. I know I don't. And especially, <laughs> I, I guess I, I, effort. Yeah, I guess what at first I I never really put myself in my parents' shoes because it was like, uh, I'm gonna say what like a lot of my family members say. I walk around with a silver spoon in my mouth, mm-hmm. so it was like my mom was telling me this. I just asked my daddy because you know they're not together, and it's like you know one parent gonna still do it for you regardless. Right. But it's like the older I got, 
And like now with the situation, my dad is out of work because he had surgery. Mm-hmm. So really, there's only one income coming from, which is my my mom. So, you know, my dad and them was like, you know, I want you to start paying the phone bill, which is to help out. It's like now it's like I'm actually seeing the order I get like, dang, like it's not so easy. You know, it's like. And that's one bill. That's yep. one. And <laughs> I love my little bill because and I don't even pay all of it. I just pay half. I got I to <laughs> I feel grown now because I got to pay that's a, a ticket. Blessing. You gotta, say you got what? I gotta pay a ticket. That's how. Not, not, that's how. That's how you know I gotta get. A t- Don't be we'll speeding. That's a lesson. What you have? Been? <laughs> I was gonna say if you have another sibling, or like older siblings, why they can't do the same thing we do? Like if they ask us to, if they ask us to do something like clean up or something, it's not like I'm the only child in the house. When you got all them, like if I'm doing something and they not doing nothing, why you can't call on them? I don't want to be that parent, but I'm because <laughs> I said so. I don't want to be that Some, parent. Sometimes but. I okay. So I start. So as a child, my home started with. Um, I have an older sister. Well, I, have, I have an elder sister. My sister's twelve years older than me, so she clearly was not in the house. Mm. Um, then it was just me um, And so I was the only person doing You know whatever whatever Okay so fast forward In the, um, 2006 my aunt passed away And my parents decided to take in my two cousins So it was rough Because I went from being the only child In the house to being um, A middle child It's a big jump mm. um, but not just being a middle child, but being a middle child to people I didn't grow up with, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, a lot of times, I think parents subconsciously ask the child who they know is going to get it done the right way. Because it's like, wash the dishes. Now, you know this one sibling? Ooh, breakfast wee. is still on that fork. Breakfast still on the fork for lunch. Well, you about to eat again, and that's so, so gross to me. And then, you know, I'm just saying, it's just that it's always that one sibling. Because my little sister, I said, now I don't know what you washed this for, with, <laughs> but it wasn't soap and water. So sometimes they it ask. So 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 sometimes they ask the. It's not to say that anybody, everybody is not capable of doing it, but they know they may think, and I'm just this is all assumption, of course, hypothetical, but they may think that you do the better job. And it's like, if I ask Day to do it, it's going to be done. It's going to be done right. She ain't going to take all day. It's going to get done right then and right there. And sometimes for us, we don't think about it that way. Like, oh, you really think I do a good job? It's more like, why are you always calling me? She always calling me. That was and my they mother. know that I'm going that I'm going to do it. But on the days, like, I could miss one day of not doing it. Then, like, you just got to do that. But the reason why, but you said, didn't you say, like, Say it one more time. See what you said. Say what? No, you was like that. Your parents were, were like your brother would like not do the dishes or something like that. Yeah. But you got to do it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. My cousins Fatima and Eric when they was living in the house with us, it was me and my sister came in, and they made us do the dishes every day. I really think it's because they get just older than you. They just older. That, that's really what it is. I think that's called hazing. No, no, that, that, no. That's what it is. That's a little initiation. That goes back up to the thing about when I, what we was talking about earlier when I was like, do you think your parents hold a different weight on each child? Yeah. So that might also be the point, that your parent might hold you to a, not say like better than them, but like a higher standard. So For like sure. what she was saying, 
how like they know it's going to get done. So they're holding your parent holding you to a higher standard than the rest of your siblings because they know you got. I told y'all that's how it. it was for me with the grades. I'm like, yo, what? Like this is a B. This this girl brought in C's and D's and she's still living life. <laughs> still living life. Yeah, I think. But like, who my older sister? My mother on oh, my older sister. I'm gonna keep it a buck, most definitely. And but remember, um, I don't know if you were here when I said that about having grace for your parents because of the the job that they have. I had seen that as an adult. I had to have grace for my mother. Like I didn't understand what she was going through when I was y'all age, but as an adult, I look when I look back on it, I'm like, oh. Parenting is hard. So some of the choices that you have to make in the brink of parenting is like it has to be quick. It has to be stern. And so looking back on it, you'll see some of the decisions and choices that your parent or guardian may have made is for your betterment. They they have your best interests. So I completely agree. I don't want to um, drag this out. So I want to end this by saying I appreciate everybody's participation. Um, those of you that that did join the conversation you're greatly appreciated thank you, guys. Thank you. those of you who um participated on the outskirts we appreciate you we love you so much it's more um, 2.0 in the cut right here th thank you if y'all want to say your names you may as we close out yeah i'm a little mad now you little mad now i gotta go home and do dishes okay <laughs> but do you before have you play two but you might as well go ahead and I knock them out as soon as you hit the door you yeah but I don't worry we'll send you a text message okay so turn them off we thank you all thank um, you guys <laughs> it's been another episode of simply talk simply talk thank you have a good night Bye. Bye.